नमस्ते एवरीवन वेलकम टू द चारवक पॉडकास्ट दिस इज योर होस्ट कुशल मेहरा ऑल राइट माय गेस्ट टुडे इज प्रेरणा तिरुवाई पाटी एंड द टॉपिक ऑफ टुडेज डिस्कशन इज कास्टिज्म इन मॉडर्न इंडिया नाउ लेट मी गिव यू अ ब्रीफ बैकग्राउंड एज टू व्हाई आई डिसाइडेड टू डिस्कस अबाउट दिस टू से द लीस्ट द लास्ट वन मंथ हैज बीन अ वेरी टर्बुलेंट फेज इन इंडियन सोसाइटी वी हैड द व्रैथ ऑफ इस्लामिज्म in our society uh, people have lost loved ones near and dear ones and you know as as i was speaking about it i you know i came in touch with prerna and prerna and i were having an off the record conversation and i said prerna uh, the response to islamism cannot happen until and unless we fix the problems within our society and then i reached out to her and i asked her will you come and talk about this uh, problem at such a time because i think if there ever was a need for a united hindu front and a united hindu society it is uh, it is and and i say this with full responsibility it is at this time and prerna was nice enough to agree to come on the podcast so prerna welcome thank you so much for having me on your podcast kushal Uh, already really looking for Prerna this is your first time on the podcast so uh, I always request the guests when they come the first time to, for the benefit of my viewers listeners uh, if you could start by you know telling everybody a little bit about yourself so that they get familiarized with you okay sure kushal uh, yeah like kushal said my name is Prerna Tirve Patil I uh, I was a former banker uh, I lived in New Zealand for 7 and 1/2 years worked at ANZ bank uh quit everything came back to uh, india uh, to my home state of uh, telangana hyderabad bhagyanagar uh and now i'm into research uh, i research into the sri vaishnava sampradaya bhagavad ramanuja the alwars uh, also the nayanars and and sri vidya and everything so just getting in uh, back in touch with my uh, hindu roots uh, i've presented a couple of papers for infinity foundation and uh, for jeer educational trust so i'm into research and writing Uh, apart from this uh, i also work on the ground very actively uh, i deal with cases uh, related to uh, conversion coerced conversion and perform garwapsis in rural areas of telangana so i'm quite in touch with the, uh, at the grassroots level as well and apart from this uh, i also uh, uh, filed quite a few uh, fires and legal cases against atrocities specifically related to the dalit samaj women and children So, so that's my two things. So, Prerna, let's start with this. We have kept the title. Obviously, you and I mutually agreed upon the title that we wanted to call it "Casteism in Modern India." But to be very honest, Prerna, this is such a wide-ranging uh, title, and obviously, we chose it by design. But maybe, maybe we'll start by this. We'll break down what we mean when we say "casteism in Modern India," and then uh, maybe we will pick off a few. strands or strings from here and there and then we will feed off that so maybe can we start like this can you explain to the listeners and the viewers when we want to talk about this what do we exactly mean so caste in modern india kushal as we all know it's now become a very socio political term the you immediately associate uh, you know caste with reservation especially nowadays and with vote bank politics so in general if you have a look at the current generation uh, of uh, youngsters in india that's what they relate it automatically to that's what their brain associates uh, caste with 
However, there's, like you said, there's way more to it than just that. The whole aspect about untouchability and everything is slowly disappearing from our society. Thank God for it. Uh, but having said that, it doesn't mean that caste doesn't exist. It is a lived reality for a lot of us. Uh, you know, and 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 like we discussed, you know, uh, before this podcast, this this needs to be, you know, crushed. This caste discrimination and this casteism. So, uh, so that's when, maybe. Yeah. So let me do this. Can you you use the word lived reality? When you say lived reality, can you maybe explain it through experiences? If not yours, I don't want to force you to share your own experiences, but maybe experiences that you have come across in your activism. Maybe that would be the best way to explain to people. No, no, I'd be very happy to share my lived experience and and what I uh, you know see others live as well. That's there. I'd be more than happy to share that with you, Kushal. Thank you. Um, see, so. Uh, like we had discussed, I can present to you the ethic and the emic perspective, the insiders and the outsiders point of view. Uh, as somebody who grew up, uh, a, most of my life I spent abroad. So my basic schooling was done abroad in, in the Gulf, in Abu Dhabi. And then I came back here to India, was here in India, uh, you know, for a bit, um, uh, 11 years to be precise. And then I moved to uh, New Zealand. I was there for seven and a half years and I came back again. So... Because I didn't study here or grew up here, for me, the first challenge was uh, the language, Telugu, which is my mother tongue. And because we live in Hyderabad, you know, Urdu also is very much part of our uh, lingo. Um, the, the, the thing is, having grown up abroad and, and, you know, not having to have dealt with the caste and reservation, because I come from the Dalit community, I'm a Mala FC myself. So... I actually wasn't exposed to it. Like most parents uh, uh, abroad, my parents, uh, both doctors, both from all Indian Institute of Medical Sciences, New Delhi, they never uh, raised that topic uh, about caste. Every Thursday, uh, so we used to have a holiday on Friday and on Sunday in Abu Dhabi. So every Thursday in the evening, I used to have shloka classes. That was compulsory. And like every uh, Indian uh, in in the Gulf, I was sent to Bharatanatyam classes, you know, so that I stay in touch with my roots. So shloka classes, uh, Gita classes, and Bharatanatyam. So apart, so that became a part of uh, life. And then we would obviously come to India, meet the grandparents and extended family, you know, go temple hopping, uh, and everything. So that, that that was all I knew about uh, India. India meant, you know. Tube lights, steel uh, plates, auto rickshaws, and and back then uh, in the in the 90s, Bombay used to be horrific. So we would land in Bombay uh, International Airport, and we had to do this horrible drive through the slum area to the domestic airport. I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. But that, By that the way, really... it, it's still the same way. <laughs> oh shucks! Oh shucks! After all these years, so. So India actually, I act. I so my grand, my maternal uh, grandparents used to live here in Hyderabad, and I, I and he was a doctor. He retired as a civil surgeon. My maternal grandfather, but somehow I, as a child, used to believe that you know they're poor because they used to they used to live in a house where they had tube lights and steel plates, and you know they had like a small car or something. So it, very disconnected. It was more like an Oreo biscuit kind of uh, upbringing. Uh, as much as my parents tried. I never uh, quite understood 
this whole uh, thing you know that that bombay that that bilkul that lifestyle change you come uh, from the uh, airport you get there and then you see all these slums and that was basically how much i had gathered as a child but slowly growing up and after finishing school and and being here for my uh, 11th and 12th and everything and traveling across uh, india that was when i realized that whole caste thing you know the reservation so i wanted to get into medicine or or uh, dental surgery or something like that and uh, i uh, and in college they said that you know you can uh, put your caste certificate so i came back home and i told my father that look uh, i need to know what caste we are so that i can uh, apply and he said that no no it's it's of no use you either study you get your grades you get into a good college otherwise you know we'll see so he was absolutely against it that was done uh, i got into a dental college management seat like they call it in bangalore i was there for a couple of years didn't like it um, i knew this wasn't my cup of tea so i uh, moved to new zealand i did my afa and uh, got into a bank right after finishing so uh, it was only in new zealand when i actually started listening to a lot of these lectures by uh, rajiv malhotra ji and dr subramanian swami and back then uh, you know in 2007 and 8 and 9 uh, this whole thing of uh, uh, you know being a hindu and and your cultural identity and and the book breaking india so i, I had gotten a copy of that book uh, read it got to know a lot about it and, and when i came back here in hyderabad uh, aapne dekha hoga ki you know a, a few months back his holiness chinnajir swami uh, got modi ji to inaugurate this 216 feet statue of bhagwat ramanuja here haan ji the statue of equality so i started going to uh, his holiness chinnajir swami ji's ashram and i started writing the content for the website statueofequality.org and researching and and writing and preparing the content for that website i got to learn a lot about the sri vaishnava sampradaya the alwars and bhagwat ramanuja and about untouchability and inequality and and women's rights and everything so that's how my journey started and once i had finished pub, uh, you know uh, presenting the two research papers at swadeshi indology conference three that's when life actually came full circle when i had read rajiv malhotra ji's book back in 2008 i think i, I don't quite remember 8 uh, or 9 uh, and then i came back here to india and i presented two papers in front of him so life had actually come full circle and after presenting those papers i was told by uh, his holiness chinnajir swami ji that you know academia is a totally different ball game so you people sit in your ac and you write whatever you want but the ground reality the grassroot reality is totally different so you know it's better you start going on the ground and start start understanding what this is because uh, whatever the three mathas did whether it was uh, bhagavad pada shankaracharya or bhagavad ramanuja or madhvacharya they all fought for the for equality and for women's rights and temple entry and everything and and we are still battling that today as well uh, they're still several places in rural telangana where this discrimination can still be seen and felt despite all the modern laws and everything that we have uh, also uh, because uh, telangana is quite close to andhra pradesh as you know there's a lot of uh, coerced conversion happening christian conversion and we also have this major issue uh, of uh, 
what people now call as a love jihad uh, you know with our daughters so these were two main issues so basically they were issues that we were able to identify myself and uh, my guru uh, sanjeev nirvarji or even uh, chinnavir swami ji is our temples were being systematically attacked our our gaumata our sadhus and our daughters and this was happening over and over and over again repeatedly across both the telugu states and this was when uh, i started going on the ground and and trying to understand what actually is happening there why they are converting uh, under what circumstances they are converting and then started performing you know these karvapsis trying to talk to them uh, also i started working with uh, a few advocates over here uh, clinical and counseling psychologists to help deal with these poxo cases of our minor girls being abducted and, and taken away over so i've had to deal with some really horrific cases in uh, 2019 uh, my the most horrific case to date that i had to deal with was of a 9 year old dalit girl uh, who was uh, set on fire so this 35 year old muslim man married oh with God. children uh, doused her with petrol and set her on fire she survived 70% burns and this was a case in karnool uh, so cases like this you know kept happening as everybody can remember there was this horrific uh, uh, rape of a veterinary doctor and that was the whole disha case and there was a lot of outrage across the country but nobody realizes just two days before disha's case there was another case of a tribal lady who belonged to the st community who was who was a married woman a mother of three uh, a mother of two who was brutally gang raped by three men belonging to the gond tribal community three islamists she was brutally murdered that that didn't come out i think it was only uh, swati goel sharma ji in uh, swaraj magazine who actually covered that uh apart from this you know there were also riots in places like bhaisa which is you know a communally very sensitive area in telangana riots happen every single year so trying to understand what happens there the mentality of the people the mentality of the hindus and most of the boys who get arrested in those bhaisa riots belong to the bc community the backward caste community they're trying to understand that um talking to and also having you know a counseling psychologist and a clinical psychologist is also helpful for me because some of these cases get really really horrific uh, it some of these cases are so bizarre and unbelievable uh, we uh, not to uh, mention any names but uh, i've mentioned about a 9 year old minor girl uh, getting abused there was also a lady who was 42 a mother of two Uh, a doctor uh, who was already married who fell in love with a juice seller so we have these kind of absurd cases happening here in bhagnagar so dealing with that the caste plays the major role in all of this the caste of the girl so it is a lived reality for a lot of people also with the conversion So, so just i have i want to ask you here so when you say the caste plays a more major role so like what 
happens to these certain cast Let, let's be very open about it hota kya hai inke sath jo inko ye sochna padta hai ki hame convert karna hai what happens to them acha so um if in the city to be honest with you kushal if if you have money up thoda kapde acche pehen lete hain angrezi angrezi bol lete hain nobody bothers about your cast all that much okay nobody bothers about your cast money talks at least in the city uh but in the rural areas it's not the same so what happens is since the time they are they are small young children they are told that you know you belong to so and so caste okay you're not allowed to go into the houses and the typical architecture in in uh, south india is ghar rehta hai ghar ke samne ek veranda rehta hai where you know normal people can just come and then andar jaane ke baad they have a living room their house and everything to wo veranda pe baith ke sab log baat kar lete hain and even with water so you know they have a different glass believe it or not this is so shocking they have a different glass for people uh, who belong to the lower caste to aise itna discrimination hota hai so whether you know it or not you understand ki aap chote jati se aate hain this is this is drilled into their head my goodness लैंड ओनर्स इन दिलेज बेसिकलीम्यूनिटी तो ये आज भी होता है आई वाज एज शॉक्ड एज यू आर राइट नाउ कुशल तो बचपन से इनके सर में इट्स इट्स ड्रिल्ड इनटू देयर हेड दैट यू बिलोंग टू सो एंड सो कास्ट एंड द सेम थिंग हैपेंस विद द अपर कास्ट किड्स एज वेल यू नो नहीं नहीं तुम दौरा है तुम बड़े ऊंचे जात के हैं दैट्स दैट्स ऑलवेज बीन यू नो टॉट इट इट्स इट्स प्रोबब्ली अ कल्चरल थिंग एंड देयर देयर टर्म्स फॉर दिस इन तेलुगु to which caste you actually belong to can can you share those terms yeah uh, you know the, the, the word kulam as everybody knows they they it's very very casually uh, asked you know mirem kulam mirem kulam pedda kulam chinna kulam so badi jati ya choti jati aur mirem tolu i my mother who travels so i have siblings living living abroad so my mother travels uh, you know in the airport lounges there are other parents who are visiting their uh, children or grandchildren abroad they casually sit in the airport lounge and these ladies ask uh, you know my mom kaun se cast you know aim kulam in telugu for all you know they might be like you know just housewives uh, probably just graduates or uneducated ladies they'll be sitting there and they'll casually raise the topic it's it's, it's absolutely normal that's how uh, it, it's like a normal conversation here in telugu asking you know kaun se caste ke hain up north you'd be like kyun aapko meri beti se shaadi karna aapko mere bete se shaadi karna aapko why do you want to know my caste but that's not the case over here and i found it very odd and i'm not even exaggerating it it still uh, happens randomly so so i'll just Constant. share share a you know incident in my life i i still remember i could not i could not sleep i felt so horrible as a human being that night so i was working in these two villages in maharashtra 
near the Gujarat border. And these were like 90% scheduled tribe and 10% scheduled caste villages. They were just, that's the, the demography of that village. We had working there and I I come from, like you said, urban India, may actually we have crushed that caste consciousness till a huge extent. And urban India and outside India, like I found it very interesting, like you were living outside India, you did not have caste consciousness, which is which is a discussion not of today, but of some other day where this whole, you know, America, so that is for another day, but but when I went to that village, I came with my urban understanding, right? I will talk to anyone with anyone, I will sit with anyone, I That lady in the village, when I went to her house and I told her, give me, you know, give me something to drink or eat, she was in tears. She was like, are you sure this guy will do it? Like, isn't he from a so-called uh, upper caste? I was so shattered inside that day. In, and, and I say this with all seriousness. I didn't sleep that night. What we have made in our society? What we have Am I allowed to give it to him? As a what the hell have we done to our society? And you know, and it is that day, I was always a very anti-caste person. Like I hated it anyways. But that day, I became violently anti-caste. That, that incident changed me. I was like, we have failed a huge swath of our society. That they have absorbed this. Now, I'm not saying all of them have. But there is a section who has, who has actually become like this. And then... You know, we have the gall to spin yarns of apologia around it. And, and you know, every time, Prerna, I will this story, they will say, no, 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 you know, and, and let us take the bull by the horns. This is a British construct. Hai. Caste is yeah. a British construct. You know, this is... so, so let's talk about this. Hmm. So, so, I'll give you all the answers that I guessed. Number one, caste is a Portuguese word. It never existed in our language. So why are you using the word caste? Haan bhai, dousra word use kar le. Terko agar itna shock hai, dousra word use kar le. Terko agar caste word use karna hai, bhed bhav ka system bol de usko. Chua chuth bol de usko. Jo bolna hai bol de. Jo, jo exactly tumko word use karna hai kar lo. Second, it was not really existent in our society. It is only when the British came, they codified it. Maybe the British did add to the shit show that already existed. I am not denying that. I am not denying the fact that the British added to the shit show. But, Prerna, if I was to ask you, what is this? Were we, a, a, you know, Kumbaya society, everybody holding hands and dancing in the aisles like this before the British came? Before I answer this, I just wanted to um, add one more thing. You know, that experience that you had with that lady, uh, you know, in, in Maharashtra. Uh, let me tell you, here in Telangana, within the SC community, so you have, like, I, I am a Mala, there are other, you know, there are 53 other subcategories. Like, an SC person will not go and have 
food or partake anything from a st person's house so this is how uh, you know the whole system actually runs that's how deep it's you know it, this is entrenched so deep and coming to this thing about you know uh, push, putting the blame on the british or saying that the moguls had caste if that was the case my only logical uh, you know uh, question to these people is then what was bhagwat ramanuja doing what was bhagwat shankara you know bhagwat pada shankara doing what was madhava doing what actually were, were all these people doing and there's several others they, they, they there's history from the alwars to the nayanars right we can go back till the uh, 6th century right where the, the caste system was uh, you know definitely present untouchability was definitely present there was definitely you know the gender bias women were not allowed certain uh, you know spiritual rights or you know ritualistic rights so this was always there by, by saying that it is a british construct it, uh, you know that that's nonsense who are you trying to uh, i think it's it's you know people who actually feel the guilt of their ancestors try to brush it off in seeking name um like kushal uh, you know having lived abroad you 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 see a lot of uh, you know interracial couples right you know uh, where the white guy is dating like an asian or a, or or a black uh, lady just to prove that i am not racist and my and if the girls over here do the do this as well you know mera abdul waisa nahi hai just to prove to themselves and to the world that they are actually not uh, racist or uh, you know have a problem with it so i think a lot of it comes from that ancestral guilt as well when they say that no no it wasn't uh, it it wasn't us in fact there is a very uh, prominent uh, uh, retired professor from uh, du who actually comes and says that it is a very sophisticated untouchability is very sophisticated and the analogy he uses is you know how you go into an operation theater fully sterilized this is the same way a chandal was not allowed into the houses and he's called on major platforms lit fest and the whole indic test pool is filled with these people wait what so, you know a minute so so let me try and rationalize the world view of this genius yeah so what they're trying to do is and and I'll tell you what it is so they say it's a purity and pollution issue and they will you know extend it to stuff like you know why kosher laws existed you know why they don't eat pigs they as in Jews yeah, they're sophisticated. yeah, yeah. so so evolutionarily some time ago some people must have been doing these things they must have observed by pigs being in a certain area so you don't eat pigs is what they came up with maine chalo main ek bar tumhara wo logic hai na le leta hu face value pe ek bar le leta hu chacha mere ko ek baat bata magar ye jo fluidity hai wo khatam ho gayi uska kya karega tu aur jo wo log hai udhar wo udhar hi atak gaye uska kya karega tu aur dusra technology upgrade bhi to hoti hai na टेक्नोलॉजी अपग्रेड तो कर ले टेक्नोलॉजी अपग्रेड नहीं करनी वंस यू स्टक देयर यू आर देयर फॉर एवर सी सी द डिफरेंस इज आई एम नॉट सेइंग सोसाइटीज डोंट हैव हायर कीज एवरी सोसाइटी हैज हायर कीज वेदर वी अरे इवन अ कॉर्पोरेट ऑफिस हैज अ हायर की देयर इज अ सीईओ देयर इज अ क्लर्क देयर इज समबडी डूइंग शॉप फ्लोर वर्क समवन ड्राइविंग द ट्रक्स दैट डिलीवर द व्हीकल्स हायर कीज एग्जिस्ट 
but the difference in what we did in india and we have done in other parts of the world also like the greeks also had the three tier system so don't assume that there were no caste like systems with the greeks also i mean the greek phil- philosophy and greek literature talks about the auxiliaries you know they were the general ones the priestly class and then there was another class so they, they every system had they had three we came up with four and then the fifth was the worst of the lot matlab the fifth was like yeah. out panchavarna yeah 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 so that so the point is that we need to realize that in today hierarchies are fluid so if i am let's say i was a businessman right but i could change my profession dumping my business in the modern world get into a completely new form of livelihood which is podcasting you see what i'm trying to say these are two different things one has got nothing to do with the other till the extent that when i used to earlier on do podcast my parents would be like ye upar kya karta hai pagal ke jaise ghar mein you know that kind of a thing so my point is that the the problem stems from this apologia comes from what why can't you know prena tell me this i have never i'm asking you this question because somebody needs to explain this to me every time somebody says india had a problem in the past the very simple way to address the issue is accepting it and moving on forward right yes why do we need apologia is i have is something that i have never understood why why is this need for an apology and let me tell you i am not of i am of the savarkarite mindset like i remember that exchange between savarkar and ambedkar where savarkar said Dr Ambedkar when i mean annihilation of caste i mean when the mahar and the mang also discriminate against each other there is yeah. no you know brahminical hierarchy there this system itself is garbage where yeah. even inside the sc st community you brilliantly yeah. pointed that out they they also discriminate against each other what kind of a nonsense system is this matlab main us us sub divided sub divided society ke andar ki hierarchy bhi mein tu mere se bhi niche hai so it's everybody pressing each other so when people like you and i at least this is what i want to send the message when you and i talk about casteism in modern india we have a problem with all discrimination not this all discrimination not just this yeah and i don't think it's apology also uh, uh, kushal what they want to do is completely uh, deny that you know uh, hinduism had anything to do with caste like the uh, varna and jati so now instead of saying caste they prefer using the word varna and jati not yeah. that it makes anything better nothing changing the word doesn't make it better uh, then they say that you know it it wasn't existent till uh, the british came maybe the british fossilized fossilized it i agree they might have but saying or denying that it was never part of our uh, culture it was never part of uh, uh, bharat aap kisko bewakoof bana rahe hain aap so aap shayad you know you go and and talk about this america mein baith ke or you know you tell this trope goron ko boliye at least don't don't tell us you're insulting our intelligence you know by talking like that so i have a major problem with that ye ek ground pe to you know there are different ways of dealing with uh, you know this caste hierarchy or or discrimination and atrocities you know we have laws in place we have everything then there is a parallel uh, you know universe on social media where you know 
आप बोल रहे थे यू नो ये इंडिक ये जो भी नॉन लेफ्ट या राइट विंग जो भी बोलते हैं ये हिंदू वेरी फ्यू ऑफ देम आप आप बताइए कि इसमें दलित रिप्रेजेंटेशन कितना है इफ यू टेक ऑफ गुरु प्रकाशन अभिनव प्रकाशन नाउ बिकॉज देर इन टू बीजेपी हाउ मेनी हिंदू बिलोंग टू द दलित कम्युनिटी एक्चुअली कम अप एंड टॉक एंड एंड एक्सप्रेस दम सेल्स एंड से अच्छा आप फ्री टेम्पल्स का बात कर रहे हैं हैव यू हैव यू आस्टर्स इफ वी आर यू नो गोइंग टू बी पार्ट ऑफ दिस मूवमेंट या यू नो आप घर वापसी कर रहे हैव यू एक्चुअली gotten any uh, dalit representation i do, i don't see it maybe you know aapko zyada pata hai have you actually come across uh, you know dalits getting you know represented representation you know i'll give an honest answer for this and th- i genuinely come from this mindset whenever i talk to someone i don't care what caste creed religion they belong to i when i follow them on social media i follow them on social media because of the strength of their ideas and their vocabulary and their ability to present something in a rational manner by the way i reached out to you i did not know your caste either i just saw you i i saw your content it was amazing i came across i said prerna you're coming on the podcast that is my honest answer but having said that this is representation matters whether we like it or not representation matters one of the biggest reasons i wanted you to come on my podcast and speak today was i'm not going to hide it because you are representing a certain community that has a certain lived experience to deny that lived experience now you have lived outside india so you did not experience it maybe outside india and then but you came back to india and the moment you came back to india they reminded you Yes, in your face you. yeah they reminded you so so to say it does not exist is is a flaw but so you use this you know casteism on social media one of the things when you and i were discussing offline uh you talked about subtle ways casteism happens on social media too what do you mean by that i i was fascinated it's by that subtle. bit no no i'm sorry kushal it's not subtle it's it's absolutely in your face okay the casteism and i can tell you they you can identify these handles it's very specific so normally there'll be anonymous handles with some name of some rishi okay yagnavalka some rishi some you know big rishi name anonymous handle with an anime picture and if you go into their profile into their bio it says follow govardhan math and then you read all the tweets and retweets over there and then you'll be like are you kidding me is this is this happening for real so when modi ji was talking about swachh abhiyan these people were talking about open defecation when the age of marriage was being increased to 21 the discussion was going on these people were uh, saying that you know child marriage was very good the the fertile age of uh, women is so and so and then they were talking about demography change uh when uh, you know uh, this whole caste uh, hatras and everything was happening they were saying you know what casteism the varna system was very good that's why we as hindus survived as a culture we survived because of uh, caste and varna so you name it see uh, kushal uh, you know normally in, in spirituality uh, as, as a practicing hindu Uh, most of my time goes into sadhana and, and trying to get my energy levels up you know the chakras towards the sahasra these people talk about everything below the manipura to put it very politely they will discuss menstruation at length so seriously they discuss menstruation at length they'll have talks and write books about it 
they will justify the uh, untouchability uh, in different ways you know innovation to justify untouchability uh, women so most of these trad girls as well the girl handles they they are all for sati you know if their husband dies they say yes yes i will go jump into a fire good for you honey you know goals marriage goals <laughs> so anything that is regressive from sati to child marriage to uh, casteism to menstruation or anything anything below the manipura chakra they will discuss at length they'll have lit fests on it they'll have panel discussions on it nobody ever talks about social inclusion over here on social media there are very 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 few people who actually talk about social inclusion and 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 up aap dekhte hain you know harsh and me get really uh, uh, tortured on social media because we talk about sarvakars roti and beti and now the logic level of these people is the minute i say roti and beti they'll be like why do you want our daughters why do your dalits want our daughters they the women go ballistic and say you know my womb is not uh, uh, you know for social inclusion oh god i always ask them kyun hamare paas betiyan nahi hai hum beti we don't have daughters in our community you can get your sons married to them uh, or you know it can happen both ways so the minute you say beti they're like oh they're after our daughters and then there's this whole handle and there's one whole portal dedicated only to the fake scst atrocity acts kushal let me tell you it's very important that i tell you this the scst act has been extremely helpful for me in several of these cases where the daughters are missing they are abducted they've run away they've eloped love jihad jo bhi ho raha hai the minute we put that scst atrocity especially if they are majors especially if they are majors and we put that thing the chances of us getting that girl back just double triple all the time fascinating can success. you explain can you explain a little bit okay um so uh, very famously there was a delhi sultanpuri case which swati goel sharma covered extensively so um sanjeev never and swati goel sharma had uh, gotten this case in this ghetto muslim ghetto of sultanpuri where a minor girl was abducted and she was missing and it was a single mother which is the mostly the case in these love jihad cases where they don't have a strong male uh, figure vulnerable families poor families and and this was his mother and there was an elder sister and this minor 16 year old went missing and uh, the police would not register a case of kidnapping these people the family themselves were, weren't aware of this scst atrocity act and when the mother would go begging to the police station to go search for the girl they would ask her for petrol money and to go patrolling the place to find their daughter so this was a state of affairs over there and then when uh, sanjeev bhai actually went there and intervened and, and uh, you know w- what happened was the girl was found she was abducted by exactly the man they suspected the muslim man and this led to three policy changes the best thing was this sultanpuri case led to three policy changes the first being if the uh, victims parents come and tell uh, that uh, assert that they are sc or st automatically the scst atrocity act should be uh, put put there and if the victim is a minor automatically a pokso and pokma 
बिकॉज मोस्ट ऑफ द केसेस दीज गर्ल्स निका हो जाता है वहां पे निका नामा इज रेड सो पॉक्सो पॉक्मा लगना चाहिए एंड द थर्ड इज बिकॉज इट्स अ माइनर टू अवॉइड इंटरनेशनल ह्यूमन ट्रैफिकिंग ऑल एयरपोर्ट्स ट्रेन स्टेशन बस स्टेशन नीड टू बी अलॉटेड so these were three policy changes so now in any police station if any case like this comes where the daughter is missing these three things have to be done and the police themselves are not trained or or uh, aware about this so we need to bring as much awareness uh, as possible regarding this Uh, that's oh, very interesting uh, so but but having said that i do believe certain sections and this is again my personal view not your view i i do believe certain sections of the scst act are a little draconian i think we need to talk about it because laws have to be designed definitely. by always keeping something in mind that they should not be misused and even if one person has faced the the wrath of the law at the end of the day and being falsely accused but Uh, we need to think about that and we need to deal with it but having said that uh, in a society like ours where <laughs> people were had 100 i remember reading guru prakash's uh, book uh, you know guru had co-authored it with uh, modern uh, uh, yeah history of modern dalit yeah, dalit dalit's uh, co-authored it i forgot the name of his co-author i i apologize um, so but, guru uh, had yeah so sud uh, ramabhadran right I, i think that was the name so of the, the uh, my apologies i've got the book या सो सुरेश आई थिंक और सुधीर आई आई फॉरगॉट द नेम भाई मेरे को माफ कर देना मैं नाम भूल गया तेरा सो यू नो आई रिमेंबर इंसिडेंट्स इन द बुक एंड दीज आर लाइक 200 इयर्स अगो 300 इयर्स अगो व्हेन यू नो मेंबर्स ऑफ द दलित कम्युनिटी हैव टू वॉक ऑन द स्ट्रीट एंड बिफोर वॉकिंग ऑन द स्ट्रीट दे हैव टू अनाउंस हेलो आई एम ऑन द स्ट्रीट प्लीज स्टे अवे फ्रॉम मी यू माइट गेट यू नो इंप्योर and and i clearly remember guru ko puchna i was reading the book i was so angry by reading the book i literally punched the wall i am not making this up i punched the wall and i wrote an angry email or not anger towards guru but just sharing my anger with both of them and, and <laughs> guru ka reaction wahi tha ki bhai shant gadadari bhim shant ho ke itna gusse mein kyu aa jata hai magar it was such a traumatic experience reading that book as a human any decent human being when they read that should have trauma that that book yeah. changed my mind so much i was like yaar tum kaun si baat karte ho tum log bande ko announce karna padta hai wo street pe aa raha hai uske liye but now prerna we have to talk about this aspect also because your activism is about you know what you called ghar wapsi and working again i can totally relate to you uh prerna is because the area i worked in in maharashtra near the gujarat border is a rampant area where christian conversions happen in the tribal community so i so we can act we have a lot of things in common the reason i have my anger is because i see the conversions happening and then i see people yapping on social media peddling absolute gutter chap nonsense about denying everything that's happening around them and not appreciating the ground reality ki bhaiya ye ho raha hai now that is a separate argument ki even after conversion wahan pe bhi casteism hai wo alag baat hai ki musalmanon mein bhi casteism hai aur christians mein bhi hai wo main nahi unme bhi hai magar point hai ki hai hamare mein bhi na so what exactly is this when so uh, 
like i'll share my experience with you and let's see let's you know and and, and i did not say anything to her offline this is literally i i wanted to keep this for her reaction to see how she experiences it so mai kya dekhta tha yahan pe na kabhi individual conversion nahi hoti yahan pe hoti hai ek key factor of the village ek mukhiya hota hai village ka ya very strong woman Yeah, very strong man of the village. These villages have a very small population, Prerna. They have a population of thousand, fifteen hundred to five thousand. एक बड़ा गांव होएगा पांच हजार का ये जो tribal villages होते हैं. Usually starts with the small villages, पांच सौ से हजार, पंद्रह सौ की population. वहाँ के जो prominent मुखिया होते हैं, usually उनको convert करने की कोशिश की जाती है. और usually जब वो बंदा convert हो जाता है, तो trickle down effect से पूरा गांव convert होता है. uh sometimes it is done in the case of evangelism it i don't know how to say it it is the worst form of praying that i have seen in my life like aapke ghar mein koi dikkat hai aur wo aa jate hain become like vultures yeah it it is they actually smell is, vulnerability yeah yeah, yeah. And they, they come there ye ye mera first experience tha madad karte hain ye main deny nahi kar raha hu madad karte hain magar but there's no free lunch या देर इज नो फ्री रंच मतलब एंड में जीजस साथ में मिलते हैं आपको एंड में आपको जीजस मिलेगा साथ में ये तक हुआ है वेर द न्यू कन्वर्ट टू प्रूव हिज कन्वर्जन हैज टू बी He has been forced to urinate on his past Kuladevi and Kuladevta to prove that they are real converts. Yes, yes. So I have. A, there was a pastor in Andhra arrested for doing the same. Very proudly did that. Yeah. Then they said he was mentally deranged and got him off the hook. They make the family urinate on their Kuladevi, Kuladevta, Ishta Devta. to prove that they are real believers having said That's that now I, now now i'll give it to you what has been your experience in telangana and andhra i shared my experience in maharashtra okay thank you for that kushal so in telangana the big culture shock that i had was over here you have this thing called the adi hindu bhavan so there there's some english literature very limited literature that you have over there and there's this person called jangam and his latest edition of the book was 2018 regarding you know dalit history and i was going through his book you know for my research and over there there are actual paintings and there's actually a black and white picture as well in the book of a person having a broom stuck at his at his back tied to his back and there's a bowl in the front which is used for spittle you know so when they go through a village their footprints are automatically brushed off with that broom stuck at their back so that for me was a little shocking to read even though the book by jangam is quite anti brahmin it is uh, anti hindu as well but uh, you know this came as a culture shock that you know that was the extent of untouchability back then this is pre independence what i'm talking about um another thing about the villages the conversion what we see is uh, i was telling you about that case uh, two days before there was a uh, before the disha case there was a st lady who yeah, was yeah, yeah, raped yeah, yeah. yeah i went to visit them and and swaraj did cover this so i went to visit them and uh, turns out that the co sister of this uh, deceased lady 
हैड कन्वर्टेड टू क्रिश्चियनिटी सो हम लोग वहां पे गए थे उनके यू नो टू शो आर सॉलिडरिटी थोड़ा पूजा पाठ करेंगे सो दैट यू नो उनका वी हैड अस्पेशन बिकॉज नॉर्मली ओवर हियर इन इन दिलगु स्टेट विमेन वेर अ बिंदी इफ दे आर मैरिड बिंदी लगाते हैं दैट दैट इज कंपल्सरी दैट especially in the rural areas wo tilak lagate so when we had gone there just before the hearing of the court to do a chota sa havan that lady was not coming in uh, the court sister quite young must be in her 20s late 20s and uh, she wasn't uh, participating in it we realized later on that she converted to christianity because she had two small infants who were juvenile diabetics her husband was penniless so under these way odd you know it could be a medical uh, emergency or a financial difficulty these people come like leeches and convert and under these circumstances i have seen a lot of these conversions happening in fact in 2019 when i uh, tried to so there is shishu mandir uh, school here uh, in uh, hyderabad and it's only up to 8th grade and there were these ladies distributing bibles to those school children parents send their children trusting that you know sishu mandir because it's you know hindu the kids are safe and there these ladies distributing these blue uh, bibles to those really small kids so we tried to uh, myself and uh, lalitana we tried to say no this is not how it's going we actually got slapped by an scst atrocity case by them ha huh? yeah so uh, uh lalit kumar who is the president of hindu jan shakti he he comes from the upper caste so uh, he had a, a sc atrocity case and i was also threatened with one because normally people don't assume that i'm a dalit or anything like that so they just saw that hindu hai na now let's put the sc atrocity is in this also so casteist because you speak well you're suave you're presentable uh, presenting yourself it is so casteist right this is also a stereotype right stereotype yeah या देख शी कैन बी अदालत अच्छा अंग्रेजी आता है अच्छा आप लोग घर यू नो बड़े घर में छोटे घर में यू नो दैट होल थिंग इज देयर सो बिकॉज आई एम अ दलित आई शुड बी वेयरिंग लाइक फटे चप्पल यू नो फटे कपड़े चप्पल एंड स्टेइंग इन अ व्हाई आरंट यू व्हाई आरंट यू डेस्टिट्यूट प्रेरणा व्हाई हाउ डेयर यू नॉट बी डेस्टिट्यूट आई नो so uh, that that's the whole stereotype so they try to put the scs atrocity case on me and like i said when i was uh, studying here my 11th and 12th grade my dad was like clearly ye to you know uh, entrance exam pass karegi nahi isko to donation dena padega my dad even though he didn't vocally say it we all knew ki entrance exam mein nahi hua to management seat aa jayega so i didn't have a scs certificate and then that process of going and getting it made that also taught me a lot to understand how these fake dalit you know christians posing as uh, dalits this crypto christian this this is a big menace that we have over here in both our uh, telugu states this uh, so deserving dalits deserving hindus are uh, robbed of their uh, government privileges because these people um, you know unko uh, दलित भी रहना है फॉर गवर्नमेंट बेनिफिट्स एंड देन उनको क्रिश्चियन भी बनना है क्योंकि वहां पे आपको फाइनेंशियल बेनिफिट मिल रहा है तो ये लोग ना घर के रहते हैं ना घाट के रहते हैं जस्ट हमारा नुकसान हो जाता है सो दैट होल प्रोसेस इज वेरी फ्लॉड यू नो गेटिंग दैट एसी सर्टिफिकेट इज वेल दे नीड्स टू बी स्ट्रिक्टर रिफॉर्म्स 
you know when it comes to issuing a caste certificate as well i, I that, that, that's my personal opinion because uh, you need to take your parents caste certificate you need to have uh, an sc organization give a, on a letter head that you are an sc and submit uh, that in the mandal office and then the mandal office will do its background check so they'll come to your location they'll ask your neighbors and everything and get it done and then you get your uh, sc certificate now what happens is the father will or the father or the mother will have a sc certificate or you know aapke 10th ya 12th ka bhi hota hai ki aap sc hai so they take all those papers and when they enter that locality there's already a pastor who has spoken to the mandal office there's a lot of corruption happening the pastor like you said you know even in that panchayat the pastor becomes a christian yahan pe kya hota hai sometimes they do it for the money as well they are paid very handsomely so uh, if, if see i i'm all for free will you know religious freedom and free will if you want to convert to another religion please be my guest but don't put your uh, you know foot in two different boats and be like acha i am a dalit also and then i'm a christian also aap you you are insulting the constitution you know questions from the viewers also because i want to keep 15 20 minutes for that also and we are almost approaching the hour mark i i maybe this can be my last experience how do you reconvert people or convince people to come back again uh, i don't want to talk about how i did it or how i have done it that's my private life i don't talk about it in in the public face because i have too many things to talk about anyways but how does this process happen and if people wanted to join you and help you or is there a way or is a proper process that they can do that thank you kushal or iske baad iske baad i also want to talk about just one more thing before we go sure. to the q and a sure. that is about the uh, scst atrocity act sure. so i'll just answer the first question aap jo puche about the gharwapsi so sure. usually what happens is we go to these rural villages because somebody we know over there because i work for an organization called hindu jan shakti we uh, usually get a call from uh, an aggrieved hindu over there saying that you know this is what is happening in my village or this is what is happening in my family and that's when we go to that place we go to that place and we realize that you know we try to understand what the situation is like i'll give you the example of uh, gosampalli you know where that um, lady had uh, died i'm telling about the co sister with the two juvenile diabetic kids that day we performed garwapsi of 16 families 16 uh, sc and st families so what happens over there is one pastor comes goes door to door tries to tell them that dekho aap to neech jaat ke ho this this is exactly what i've heard and this is after talking to heaps of people not just in that one particular village of adilabad this is i'm speaking about karim nagar i'm speaking uh, you know about um, uh, on the outskirts of hyderabad as well so what happens is one one or two people so it's usually a couple of uh, ladies and uh, a man they will come and they will absolutely uh, tell you that brainwash you and tell you ki aap chote jaat ke hain aapko kuch bhi nahi mil raha hai 
you know if you convert to christianity go you know jesus christ that whole trope that you know he he died for your sins he will save you and everything and also they will tell you you know here's some holy water aapka jo bhi health issue hai isse clear ho jayega aapko bacche nahi ho rahe na ye kar lo aapka ho jayega whatever that issue that they have every family has some vulnerability some uh, uh, you know sore points so they they will catch hold of that and they are very smooth and good with their words and uh, most of these people in the rural areas maybe there'll be one person in the family who's educated rest of them will not be that well educated or aware of what is happening and because the neighbor has done it you know i would also want to do it they are having a better life i want to have it too that is one thing so what we tell them is you are an sc or an st person number one you have so many government uh you know benefits that you can get by remaining an sc by remaining a hindu how can you actually you know be faithful to jesus and also lie that you are a dalit so most of the time when they genuinely convert to christianity to and because of their faith and belief in jesus we tell them that you're cheating on jesus you're cheating on your ancestors you're che- cheating on your community so aapka faith and all that forget about it you're committing more sins also if you remain hindu your children get the benefit of you know all these government schemes these scholarships these reservations and everything kushal over here and this is across india i think if i'm not wrong uh, you get 30000 rupees to celebrate ambedkar jayanti as a community if you want to celebrate ambedkar jayanti you can go to your mandal office put a application and you get 30000 from the government to celebrate ambedkar jayanti like this there are several schemes each you know from central to state there are so many schemes for the dalit community so why are you robbing your children of all these opportunities so this is what we talk so they use money and miracle so i'm talking to you about the money bit the miracle bit is we just guilt trip them and tell them that you know you're cheating on jesus as well aapka faith bhi you know it's not strong enough that's on a psychological level and the next thing is i told you about the women they don't use bindis and we we ask them you know your husband is very much alive why do you look like a widow is that even good and that really affects them psychologically i i don't know if it's just a telugu thing but it really works over here uh, i remember uh, we were randomly uh, having tea at a small stall and there was this uh, ghmc you know they clean the street this the lady she didn't have a bindi on but we knew that she was a hindu because you can see the uh, toerings and everything so we generally struck a conversation with her and asked her you know how many children do you have and she said i have three children and and we're like auntie without uncle it must be very difficult for you right to manage these three children she's like who told you uncle is not there and like you know you don't have a bindi on so on some level it does affect them she's like no 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 we we have converted to christianity uh my husband is very much alive and then we ponder and ask them you know the uh, religion of your ancestors over here in south india ancestor worship is also a very integral part i've come to learn uh with the telangana people so they do this whole pitru puja and everything so would your ancestors be approving would they be happy would or would they be unhappy with the fact that you've converted to christianity and then you've robbed their grandchildren of that uh, as well so these are a few things we use and it works it, depending on the situation 
we have to change it but it's again that same money and miracle is what we use we give them a lakshmi ashtotram if they have financial problem we give them a lakshmi ashtotram and tell them you know up uh, every friday chant kijiye all the ladies together ha huh? prasad chadalo you will be you know ye aap thode hafte kar lo you have everything and then they they say that you know hamare upar black magic ho gaya hamare bete ko nazar lag gaya hai or something like that so we give them you know the hanuman chalisa and say that you know ye karo even if you can't if they, if some of them if they can't read read and write hum hanuman chalisa deke kehte hai please ye aapke pillow ke niche rakh lo you know you will not get bad dreams and you'll you know be good so these are there several things that we say and and try and bring them back and the main thing is over there is caste the, your ancestors didn't uh you know uh, survive all these atrocities just so that you the next generation convert to christianity jo bhi hai aapke purvaj to hindu hi the right despite all the atrocities despite all the untouchability despite all the discrimination your ancestors choose to remain hindus why are you disrespecting that whole legacy and 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 converting like this to a, a foreign abrahamic faith that has nothing to do with our our, our country our our religion or our region or anything so most of them do understand so psychologically wo thoda unko prick hota hai maybe on that day if they don't agree the next day so we we stay back sometimes in these places maybe the next day you know one of them will come and say yeah what you said is right there are so many benefits and also this roti beti thing that uh, me and harsh keep getting bashed on twitter about uh, our government actually incentivizes intercaste marriages suppose you marry a, a dalit you know you get uh, uh, maybe a lakh and a half this is like a central scheme and then there's also you know different states have different schemes so when the government is incentivizing these if you're a poor family and you genuinely love are, are in love with a person from another caste lower caste why should you why shouldn't you get married why Not only that let me add to it so endogamy has to be one of the most third rated ideas on planet earth simply because it creates many problems genetically also i mean you can ask any geneticist dumbing that, down of pakistan yeah. yeah you can ask any geneticist that the more diverse a gene pool the better it is so i i don't know i mean these people who believe in endogamy ha- have to have some serious issues in life but you wanted to talk about the scst atrocities act also before we take the questions so maybe you can talk about Gee. that and then i'll go straight to yeah. the questions yes please thank you i'll just quickly uh, run through it so the scst atrocity act like i said has been very useful for us but ev- like every law in india this can also be misused and this has been misused i don't deny that it has not been misused in fact i have gotten a case of this girl who was a phd scholar uh, from a university in andhra where her guide who is a christian uh you know christian guide for her phd this girl is very pretty you know she uh is married and has a daughter but still he was hitting on her and when she didn't comply he filed a fake atrocity uh, cst atrocity case on her and 12 members of her family wow this happened in andhra 12 members of her family including her in-laws and parents so this happens this also happens so i have seen both sides of the coin i know a- any indian law is misused that that's always there here but the thing is saying that the 
यू नो रिजर्वेशन सिस्टम को ही हटा दो एस सी एक्ट को ही हटा दो आप क्या बात क्या कर रहे हैं एंड लाइक आई सेड इन दीज रूरल विलेजेस अलॉट ऑफ पीपल डोंट नो अबाउट दीज रिजर्वेशन अगर आप उनको जाके बताओ कि ऐसा ऐसा है आप बच्चों को आपके गवर्नमेंट स्कूल में डालो आप आंगनवाड़ी में डालो यू नो यू डोंट हैव टू पे एनी एनी फीस आपका बच्चा पढ़ा पढ़ लिख के एंड सो मेनी ब्यूरोक्रेट्स आए एस आई पी एस ऑफिसर्स कम फ्रॉम दो आंगनवाड़ी स्कूल इवन नाउ टूडे सो द क्वालिटी ऑफ एजुकेशन इज नॉट दैट बैड लाइक दे डोंट नो अबाउट इट दे नॉट अवेयर सो ये जो क्रीमी लेयर बात करते हैं SCs may apparently now there's a creamy layer i don't know where that creamy layer is i have not really come across the creamy layer myself unfortunately and the next thing is uh, ye reservation ko hi hata do sgst atrocity act ko hata do reservation ko hata do i, I don't agree to either of those so well, you'll always find a supporter in me as my stand on reservations has been very clear reservations yeah. were originally meant for the scheduled castes and scheduled tribes and i always support that um i am i am a open supporter of pre mandal reservations not post mandal reservations i believe when it mm-hmm. comes to post mandal reservations i think a lot of castes without studying the historicity of those castes the historical baggage and the social strata and the position of the society i think a lot of reservations have been given i think we need a fresh uh, survey outside of the scst community of india we've not done any survey since the 1920s onwards the british did the last survey we need to do a fresh survey and maybe after that there should be a scst quota and beyond that there should be a proper quota based on real jati based problems across india because look certain jatis may be in one state they are problematic right but in the other state they may not be so i think we have to have an open discussion but i think we are far far away from that uh, as a society hamare paas yahan pe in telangana we have brahmin reservation you have a brahmin certificate that is given to you at the mandal office and you have brahmin reservation because even brahmins are financially very uh, you know uh, deprived and they are suffering so uh, you get benefits from the government for uh, being a brahmin as well So I think it should be based on the financial situation of a family or a person rather I than this whole financial situation. Yes, maybe, but I think in the case of SCSTs, I say this very openly: there has to be SCST reservation in India. Yeah. Uh, people are free to disagree with me. Um, it's okay. I mean, no, it's I'm with you. Yeah, I'm, I'm with. It, it, I even though I haven't actually, you know, gotten any benefits or used my reservation uh, thing anywhere in in India. uh i i still support it because i've seen success stories you know uh, the the first doctor from a whole tanda you know uh, the where the tribals live it's called a tanda uh the first doctor coming out from there there are so many firsts like this the other day uh, modi ji actually uh, gave an award uh one of those abhyan awards to one of these uh, is officers here from telangana adilabad for innovation in uh, tribal farming and uh, you know tribal uthan or something like that so uh, there are so many first we we see that reservation does work so all these people especially the upper caste particularly the govardhanmat trad people who cry about reservation look if you're so smart and you have um, you know saved your uh, um, purity you know blood purity or whatever through years of endogamy that should make you extremely intelligent then you should not even ask for reservation you're brilliant and you're uh, intelligent and you're uh, you know aap saksham ho aapko kyu chahiye reservation hum log to dumb hai hum log ko kuch aata nahi hai hai na mere paas na paisa hai na dimag hai rehne do no reservation when you're so good 
why cry about it? आपको I पता है, I have heard, obviously ये लोग openly नहीं बोलते हैं ये सब चीजें ये जो लोग हैं जो you know these people who believe in endogamy and this will be my last comment and then I'll start the questions. जी यहाँ तक ऐसी घटिया चीजें मैंने सुनी है they have now started using the term epigenetics. वो बेसिकली यूजेनिक्स की बात करते हैं दे टॉक अबाउट यूजेनिक्स एंड दे काउच इट एज एपीजेनेटिक्स एंड दे नहीं यू डोंट अंडरस्टैंड ब्राह्मण शुड मैरी ओनली ब्राह्मण अदरवाइज यू नो व्हाट हैपेंस द माथे का तेज जो होता है ना ब्राह्मणों का वो माथे का तेज कम हो जाता है मैंने बोला एक काम करता हूँ तेरे अंदर का लॉर्ड रिजली बाहर आ गया है क्योंकि रिजली है ना लोगों के वर्नियर स्केल लेके घूम के ऐसे मेजरमेंट करता था बैठ के लोगों की तो ये जो लोग है ना जो ये माथे का तेज ब्राह्मणों में होता है उनको वर्नियर स्केल बर्थडे गिफ्ट दे दो वो बैठ के मापते रहेंगे जो रिजली करता था स्कल का साइज नाक का साइज इसका साइज उसका साइज दिस दिस इज व्हाट द रेसिस यूज्ड टू डू नो आई रिसेंटली रेड अ पेपर कुशल दैट पाकिस्तान एज अ सोसाइटी इज डमिंग डाउन बिकॉज़ ऑफ देयर यू नो एक्सटेंसिव एंडोगामी दिस ब्रदर सिस्टर चचेरा भाई चचेरी बहन शादी इज डमिंग डाउन एज अ दैट इज डिफरेंट एंडोगामी इज आल्सो दैट यू कांट मैरी आउटसाइड योर कास्ट लाइक आई थिंक डॉक्टर नीरज राय मेड अ वंडरफुल पॉइंट आई फॉरगॉट वेयर ही मेड दिस पॉइंट ही सेड दैट बिकॉज़ ऑफ एंडोगामी वी हैव unique diseases in india he used the example of the agarwal community for example like they have now diabetes is rampant inside the agarwals and there are genetic reasons for that but it's okay they don't want to listen eventually it's breaking down if you look at the genetic data right in another 150 to 200 years india mein endogamy khatam ho chuki hogi absolutely nee, nee, at a genetic actually, level नहीं आप जो बोल रहे हैं दैट्स वेरी ट्रू इनफैक्ट देयर इज अ कम्युनिटी हियर इन साउथ इंडिया जो वैश्य कम्युनिटी है सो फॉर देम एनेस्थेटिक जमता नहीं है फॉर देम देयर इज अ प्रॉब्लम व्हेन व्हेन दे आर अंडरगोइंग एनेस्थीसिया दैट पर्टिकुलर कम्युनिटी दे हैव टू टेक स्पेशल केयर व्हाइल एडमिनिस्ट्रिंग एनेस्थेटिक्स टू देम आई डोंट नो अबाउट दैट आई डोंट नो अबाउट दैट बट आई कैन टेल यू इट्स अ स्टूपिड आईडिया सो लेट्स स्टार्ट विद द क्वेश्चंस नाउ प्रेरणा so i'm going to ask you all the questions not the comments i'll only ask the questions here um where did you go where did you go okay yeah uh even in workplaces in andhra people ask our caste i guess this is a question by a local andhra citizen prerna ji what do you think uh, the rural people who work in cities uh, do you think they also continue to do this or in your experience you have never seen it in the uh, cities no no it happens in the cities it happens anywhere and everywhere It's just that it's not in your face in the city, but caste subtly, कैसा भी पूछ लेते हैं. Or also, isn't it that in the city there is pushback against it? Like there are people like us who will push back at you. Yeah. I actually asked my guru, Chinnajir Swami ji, what to what what is the answer you want me to give when somebody asks me what's my caste? He said, say that you're ati shudra, like the worst of the shudras, and trust me, they will never come back and bother you. And that that's true. It works. If anybody asks you your caste, just say ati shudra. Yeah. If they if they really want to be friends with you, it it wouldn't matter. Yeah. If if it, if, yeah. if it would matter, yeah. then you know. See, I am a tarvak. They call me Malay all the time on social media. So I I take that uh, as oh, a. Oh, Doctor Frawley, Doctor David Frawley was called a Malay. He was told to go back to Britain, even though he's an American. One of these trads yeah. actually abused him. This was during uh, okay. Guru Prakash's book release. Vedavyas uh, is a Dalit. करके बोलते everybody got abused okay so this one is a question uh, by another viewer who says has prerna ji experienced what has prerna ji's experience with the hindutva movement been 
um what's her view on hindutva does she also think that hindutva tries to break the caste barriers and unite hindu society yes of course okay. i totally support uh, v sarvakar hindutva okay cool so uh, somebody had asked it. uh okay okay uh, i'm trying to read what can be done to stop conversion and bring them back respectfully into the hindu fold um does freeing hindu temples provide a way to economically uplift them also uh, but also simultaneously uh, open the door for discrimination i guess what they are saying is how do we do it like if let's say if we open the hindu temples to the society does that also give the temple the opportunity to invest all its money on bringing people back into the hindu society and also there is a double edged sword i guess of uh, them making becoming close minded so what's your view on that kushal uh, like i said I, i told you i'll always share my lived experience i am kind of wary of this whole temple thing i'm still not convinced that you know it's going to be good especially for my community i was part of this very elite group you know this index cesspool very elite whatsapp group in that very openly all these people said that uh, the dalit does not need to enter a temple if they have a look at the dwajastapa from outside they get the same amount the same punya that they would if they entered a temple huh? and if you think otherwise if you think otherwise you're not well raised you've not been brought up well no no this there are actual me. people who believe this yes 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 and there's a, there's a very prominent ascetic who sits in puri who actually uh, promotes this ideology and has also gone on record on video and compared dalits shudras to the excretory organs this video is there it's in public platform public mm. forum mein khulla hai ye video aap jaake dekhiye i am not lying so oh. he compared dalits and he said that dwajastham dekhke kafi hai aapko so i am a little very you know if i can't see my perumal i can't go inside the temple and i cannot see my uh, pirati and perumal I, I, i'll be you know i'd, I'd rather die <laughs> so uh, i don't know uh, this hindu thing and and will they be like dalit representation over there you know what is going to be there what is the system going to be there how do we know that you know this we are not going to go back to the dark ages and shudras have to just be outside how do we know fair enough all right so now let me go to the next one um okay how do you Okay I guess you've already answered this I'm just reading it because I think you've already answered how do you approach a converted uh, Hindu dalit uh, and convince them I'm asking specifically to you not Kushal because I can't find logical effective arguments to put as a devout SC Hindu I guess uh, the question is being asked by a SC Hindu okay. and uh, so how about this so the person who has asked this question your name is Devabrat Uh, in the description of the podcast prerna's twitter handle is there maybe you should tweet out to prerna get in touch with her offline and maybe she can conduct these training sessions for all of you guys i am saying this on her behalf <laughs> no no thank you no that that's actually a good idea because as a as a dalit it's easier for you to convince them to come back as a woman and as a dalit it's twice more effective when i go on the ground and and convince them to come back for a ghar wapsi this actually works See, you know the one thing your ancestors didn't remain hindus for nothing they 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 fought past the discrimination the atrocities blah 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 
and still remain hindu faithful to their faith why are you cheating on that whole legacy on all their hard work and their sweat and blood why are you pissing all over it by converting to a faith that does not even that's not even you know indigenous to our land so mm-hmm. for me that doesn't make sense all right so um okay let me see what else do we have here um okay uh, you don't need to answer this uh, if you don't want to like mm-hmm. like i i experiences in my thing they usually don't target individuals they target leaders so has the hindu gharwapsi movement i'm not saying you specifically in your experience mm-hmm. uh, do you think strategically the hindu gharwapsi movement should also then start uh, interacting with priests and maybe con- reconverting priests back and then maybe if the priest converts the the entire area converts yeah. or flock yeah the priest and their flock it's kind of hard to convert the priest back at least in my experience we tried that once uh, it doesn't uh, really work because they have totally been indoctrinated unko paisa bhi khila ke rakh chuke hain and then there are other things as well so uh, like in in these uh, lj cases where we know the girl is uh, scared to give us information because she knows uh, the guy has dirty videos of her uh, we had a case where the pastor was convinced to talk to us but then again he had some uh, skeletons in his closet so they they scare you they 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 uh, uh, shove money down your throat and everything so we we've tried that that actually didn't work uh, here that was one experience i've had with the all right so so this is interesting somebody has just made a comment listening to you on the podcast that the person says i live in sikandrabad for 10 years and i have come across situations where a person's name for example will be shrinivas john and they call themselves shrinivas j or s john depending on the person and the situation they are in <laughs> yes yes in fact in sikandrabad there's this area called uh, bible house okay so wow. every second person over there is a converted uh, christian and they usually belong to the dalit community you know you they do that depending on the situation that's what i'm telling you ye na ghar ke na ghat ke they are not faithful to the religion that they have adopted or embraced and they're not even faithful to themselves how do they sleep unka conscience unko khatakta nahi hoga i guess i don't I understand don't I don't know. So okay, so this is a interesting question. Do you think allowing the Dalit community to study the shastras would actually change uh, the situation in our society a huge way? I mean, were, uh, do you think one of the biggest reasons of uh, whatever problems we have in our society is that Dalits were not even allowed to study the shastras? What is your view? So the thing is, I don't know if if the Dalit studies the shastras it will make a big difference because then again once the temples are freed then you know all these hypothetical situations uh, can come up but right now if you see practically speaking there are very few gurukuls uh, that actually give admission to people who are non brahmins number one very very few and uh, speaking about shastras i don't know how easy or difficult it will be for a person who is a dalit because normally uh, i i'm a vegetarian okay i i don't eat uh, non vegetarian egg onion garlic none of that but normally over here i when i when i speak to the uh, madiga community the mala the sc the extended sc community they are all into the, they're very proud beef eaters they cannot go a day without their non veg and over here in telangana they have this habit of drinking alcohol as well right 
so that that sattva guna you know to learn the shastras follow those rituals you know lead that kind of life i i'm not sure i'm skeptical whether that you know is possible but yeah who says why why not learn the shastras like in the sri vaishnav sampradaya you have the tamil nalayadiva prabandham that those are the vedas anybody can read it irrespective of uh, gender or caste all right so they are called the dravida vedas okay right. okay uh so do you think uh, i'm going to reframe this comment as a question do you think eventually for hindu society to prosper this whole jati varna system eventually has to be diluted till the extent that it just becomes a thing we have there as a museum relic in the past and maybe we need to come up with a new system altogether to unite our uh, society this is the last question and then we'll wrap it up yes yes of course i think the government has been trying to do that right from the time of ambedkar and savarkar people have been uh, trying to do that you know um, see how can a uh, so most of these intercaste marriage the products of intercaste marriage the the, the progeny the children would would not identify themselves only with you know a brahmin or or a, a dalit right when it's diluted i don't think that would even come up in the course of you know life where where exactly is your caste asked when you're getting an admission or you're applying for a government job aap caste kahan pe is it part of your daily uh, you know conversations nahi so uh, the the more people are obsessed about caste i'm sure you know their their thinking would would only be towards that but if it is diluted and people don't identify themselves only by their caste if they identify so abroad we identify ourselves with the country we come from right or the or country and after that comes religion over here if you start identifying yourself maybe first you know say tamil pride or telugu pride your region you know maratha pride uh, so you know you identify yourself by your relig- uh, region and then your religion and then your language why why does caste have to be such a you know uh, talking point yeah so maybe before wrapping it up what do you make of this entire new ambedkarite movement or the dalit buddhist whatever they want to call it like new ambedkarism is, has become a religion by in itself um, and i i and and sometimes i feel a lot of vitriol also comes from that side so so how how have you have you experienced any vitriol from that and i don't know uh, uh, about uh, it a lot personally because i mean it is what it is Like the thing is uh, uh kushal what happens is um interacting with other dalits see the reason uh, we don't have a lot of uh, hindu dalit speakers who actually come up and uh, discuss these things is because the left has already converted them and taken them to their side now those people have a total you know ha- hatred for hindus if i go and speak to them they'll be like you know aap bade gosh ka you know kyu nahi khate you know they they discuss stuff like this and i also don't understand that buddhism because i try to study and read about it ambedkar's navayana uh, uh, buddhism they don't believe in that uh, concept of uh, uh, you know ahimsa so they eat uh, non vegetarian they have their uh, beef fest right they don't believe in reincarnation so ye ambedkar ka buddhism mere ko kabhi samajh mein nahi aaya aap mahayana padho fir aap ye inka navayana padho uh, i i i don't understand it uh and you know they don't believe in that concept of uh, uh moksha 
सो इतना कंफ्यूजन है आई ट्राइड रीडिंग इट दिस होल न्यू न्यू दलित थिंग आई थिंक दैट्स जस्ट अ फार्स दे आर जस्ट क्रिप्टो क्रिस्टियंस और यू नो एथियस्ट में भी हिंदू हेटर्स दे द स्टेंच ऑफ हिंदू मीसी आपको ना किलोमीटर से आता है because they see me you know having a tilak and all that that's it uh, whether it's on a tv debate or if it's face to face they start off mm. so i've all never right. understood it all right so prerna i guess we'll wrap it up but before uh, okay. before wrapping things up uh, maybe you can tell everybody so what's the best way they can support your work and uh, maybe if it, there's any projects you're working on that you want to talk about before we wrap today's discussion up um thank you kushal so um the support that we can get is uh, so usually as hindus we can support in four major ways one is financially of course one is intellectually one is on the ground and one is legally uh, as a organization hindu jan shakti we do all of these so uh, till 2020 we never asked for any donations or funds it was just our personal money we would use and when this corona whole thing happened that's when we started openly asking for donations so you can just go to hindu jan shakti the facebook page or the youtube uh, page and you can see the donation links um it i'm not very used to asking uh, for the donations but yes if somebody wants to contribute that way financially that's there but on 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 a larger scale uh, please uh, talk to your daughters uh, about the about love jihad and please uh let them know you know that their safety is utmost because when it comes to our daughter i don't think religion matters hindu muslim christian we don't see the religion uh, the safety of the daughter is uh extremely 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 important that's one thing please teach your daughters no way your sons are going we've had horrific cases here in hyderabad of minor uh, rapes i'm sure all of you are aware so whether it's your daughter or your son please make sure you speak to both of them uh and the next thing is please identify yourself as hindus first uh otherwise this, we are, we are not going to uh, win this battle at all we are going to have uh, um, you know more nupur sharma cases and such uh, kamlesh tiwari is repeating over and over and over again so if, uh, please think as human beings first and then identify yourselves as you know whatever caste should probably be the last on your Fair enough. Fair enough, Prerna. Uh, uh, so, guys, we'll wrap today's discussion up once again in the description of this handle. I've attached the links to the YouTube channel Prerna has shared shared on her Twitter bio as well as her Twitter handle. So, once you when you're going to watch this video either later on or you're listening to this on Spotify or iTunes, please go and follow Prerna on Twitter, and you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel. Also, support Hindu Jana Shakti uh, in whatever way possible you can. Prerna is doing fantastic work and and let think about it like this you don't have to agree with everything i say or prerna says but if you care for hindu society like i do and prerna does uh, and for india to i don't know how to say this i mean mj akbar has said this a muslim has said this for india to remain a plural secular democratic republic india has to remain hindu i don't know how else to say this muslims well meaning liberals have said this we need to fight for that order and that order and that order comes from india's destiny but for us to fight proselytizing christianity or islamism again i'm not talking about christians and muslims i'm talking about proselytizing christianity and islamism 
ideas are not individuals individuals are nice ideas are predatory we need to fight ideas with ideas and for that as hindus we cannot deny the problems inside hindu society denialism and negationism of india's past so i always have said this and i'll say it again india has two negationisms one negationism is practiced by the left in india which is the denialism of the record of islam in india they deny it there is another negationism that is practiced in india that is practiced within the hindu community by certain caste. upper castes that is caste caste negationism of the casteism in india is also equally problematic if you have a problem with one and don't have a problem with the other there is something problematic with you so fix that problem within you fight for the society and if you don't fight for it we are screwed i will end today's discussion on this again if you don't agree with me it's fine but at least give it a thought what we have tried to do today there is a reason why we did it there is something terrible happening in the country where people are beheaded for just supporting nupur sharma if you want to support nupur sharma and you want to have a semblance of a hindu society fix your own problems first we'll end it here if possible support the charvak podcast you can subscribe to my youtube channel or you can go and for, you know leave a rating on spotify itunes google podcast wherever you can like this video you can follow prerna you can also you know contribute financially to me by becoming a member on youtube or on patreon you can buy the podcast merch or send your donations directly through upi or i guess you know if you are outside india people use xoom zoom or something of that sort i'll see you guys next time until then namaste take care bye